I love the the slight inflection of pain that creeps into Zach's voice sometimes when he has to defend one of his opinions. It is <laughs> beautiful. Defend one of my opinions. Hmm. Well, <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I am Zach Jackson, joined by James Wood. Howdy. Adam Ryan. Hello. And Nathan Hennessy. Yeah, welcome back. How are you, Nathan? I'm so good, mate. You seem very energetic today. I'm tired. I think probably a bit jacked up on sugar. You know me, I do long days for this podcast, but I do it because I love it. I love you. You're a good man. Thank you. I appreciate your commitment to the uh, to the DLC. Mm-mm. Hmm. <laughs> How's everybody else going? I'm uh, I'm right there with Nathan in the the energy department. I had a bloody Dr Pepper before oh. <laughs> jumping on the potty, so I'm ready and raring to go. Usually, I do the the no sugar variety. Yeah, he's on the unleaded. Not this time, mate. She's in, full strength. I am in, bouncing off the fucking walls, boys. In this economy, noble. <laughs> you know what is delicious, by the way? Dr. Pepper Cherry, we'll... underrated. Oh, how Very good is Dr. Pepper Cherry? Used it as a mixer with bourbon. Shouldn't have. Too sweet. Still a good time. Really? That's what. That's actually what I was going to say. Oh, uh, boys. Pepper... You little sweet oh. tooth. You are a little sweet tooth, aren't you? Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me fucking finish <laughs> before I crack the fucking stinky bitch. <laughs> Um, so Dr. Dr. Pepper and Dr. Pepper Cherry yep. with, uh, bourbon, scotch or rum scotch. is very nice. <laughs> yeah. I had, uh, I had Dr. Pepper That's and Cherry with uh, some shivers. Well, actually the reason shivers. why is because, um, <sighs> IJ didn't have any Damn, plain Dr. Pepper. So I had to go with the cherry flavor. Just diluting your liquid gold there. Shivers, mate, 12 years. That's like. <laughs> mate, go off even salmon shorts. Even I can reach that on the sh- on the shelf, mate. And I'm like five foot six. You want the good stuff? You gotta go. You gotta, I need a ladder, mate. Mate, so. I hope that I hope that's your baseline. Shivers. Yeah. Yeah, that's my. Sound, that's sounds my like start, that's your baseline. Mate. Yeah, no, it's good. That's like a house scotch to me. Oof. Wait, is that? Do you not think that, it's a baseline? I personally wouldn't go for anything less than that, but you're mixing it with the with the Dr. Pepper's cherry, mate. Oof. Yeah, it's good. You should, you should try I, it. I'd be going lower on the shelf for that. Yeah. yeah. Why? Dr. Pepper cherry is also top shelf. So there you go. It's game recognizing game. Anyway, so with, good. with rum, it's also a good time. Yeah. Sailor Jerry or yeah, Captain I'd, Morgan, one of the two. Haven't tried it. Would do. It's a good time. Trust me, I wouldn't lie to you. Uh, I don't know how that even came up, but um, oh yes, <laughs> you, you had a Dr. Cherry Perry. What, Dr. Pepper Cherry? James, <laughs> how, how are you? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm um, yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm good. As I'm looking up uh, Chivers. Chivers, uh, forty nine ninety five. I would call that a a pretty low shelf option personally yeah, in this economy eh? Hey? Um, yeah thank you very much i am much. a bit of a smarmy piece of shit so you know <laughs> that that tracks yeah, if, if that's your baseline you, you're doing well 
Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's, it's, you know, yeah, that's, could be worse. That's your house, Scott, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Zach. No worries. Appreciate it. I feel you. like, I don't know if I'm being attacked or if I'm not. No, 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 no I think no, we're no, very no, much no, on no. board. For enjoy once, what you enjoy. We're not attacking you. Yeah. Yeah. But next time you come over, I'll uh, crank out the... I'll get a Shivers tw- and cherry. I'll get a yeah. 20... <laughs> <laughs> I got a twenty-one year. Serves at the fucking margarita glass, uh, which is which is pretty good. It's fucking margarita glass. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, you can't have you. You can just have twelve year now. I'm not giving you the, the <coughs> tw- twenty-one year. Anyway, uh, nice. So, how is Adelaide, sir? Oh, you know, it's uh, same hasn't changed. Yeah, much much the same. Much the same. Adelaide. Yeah. yeah, yeah, iced coffee, ah, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> How's the, um, any, any closer to moving states? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, so I've got a couple of pretty big interviews lined up this Thursday, actually. Nice. Um, so wow. hopefully sometime over the next couple of weeks, I will become a Sydneyradian, nope, yep. It's fine. I was trying to incorporate Radelaide into Sydney somehow. wasn't working for me. Just <laughs> I mean, no one wants to adopt Adelaide <laughs> like that, mate. You're going to have to change. No. Yeah. No, I know. I've, I've heard. I've heard. Adelaide so Sider. Sydney Sider. I think we've this. had this conversation, but why did you choose Sydney? Was there a reason? Um, no, like I've got a mate over there. I've always that's wanted fine. to live somewhere a bit different. Melbourne would be too easy for me. I feel like that's too much my crowd. Um, I need to push myself a little bit. So uh, I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> with some beach um so you folks. could have come and hung out with us but you can't nah. nah. look look there's a lot of opportunities in was Sydney it the cherry and shivers that did it <laughs> <laughs> it's a tempting offer look let's, let's revisit in 12 months we'll go from there all right exciting time so. it. it'll be 12 month old cherry <laughs> dr pepper mate it's just been sitting on the countertop the only way it could be better if it was flat yeah all right let's get stuck straight into it who has played video games? Mm-hmm. Mm. James, I want to hear from you because I have played Sherlock Holmes The Awakened for preview. It was only an hour, oh, 40 minutes to an hour preview uh, of a... So th- th- this is a remake of a 2008 remastered version of this game, which was released initially 2007, according to Wikipedia. Uh, so this is from Frogwares, the Ukrainian devs, and this game basically exists. It was actually part part kickstarted uh, because uh, of obviously Russia has invaded the the Ukraine and they needed some some cash to um, you know get the studio back on its feet. And this was this, this is a, a fan favorite from what I'm from what I've read before. This is actually quite a popular game in that series, and I've actually never played it despite liking the Sherlock games and it, oddly enough it's a Lovecrafting game so I don't really know why I didn't ever play it but uh, yeah so th- this is <clears throat> excuse me and what they've done is they have taken uh, the Sherlock from chapter one which is the the one that they did last year or the, the boy, year before. boy being Sherlock. Yeah and they have he, kind he is of. pretty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they've so this is like a reimagining, I guess. And so it's not like a one-for-one remake, kind of like Dead Space. It's more... So they've taken the new take on Sherlock and weaved it into this older story uh, that, 
and kind of yeah move bits around to to make the new Sherlock fit, uh, which is which is pretty cool. Uh, but it plays like Sherlock Holmes. So if you played Chapter One, if you played Devil's Daughter, uh, Crimes and Punishments, like The Sinking City, like this is you know you know what you're looking for. The the formula here hasn't changed. Uh, basically, the demo starts at the beginning of Chapter Three. Uh, you have met John Watson, and you. Sherlock and, and Watson are going to this mental asylum in the Swiss Alps because it's a there's obviously some some bad shit going on and uh, Watson breaks in first, pretends to be just an interested person in, in finding out more about the uh, the practice and then Sherlock comes in as pretending to be some detective, gets himself locked up and from there you, you kind of take control of Sherlock and you explore and you speak to a couple of the inmates or the patients. Sorry, not inmates, they're not in a fucking prison. Why she they kind of are? Uh, but yeah, and you know, you, you do what Sherlock does does best. You solve clues. You you put put things together. So you uh, find highlighted bits in in an area kind of thing, and you and then you get enough clues in your mind palace, and you've got to uh, basically piece those piece those puzzle piece yeah piece that puzzle together, and, and then kind of move forward. So like in in the demo, you've got to, you've got to uh, make a sedative. Uh, which is quite challenging. <laughs> we know your sedative of choice. <laughs> there was no cherry uh, Dr Pepper in 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 this game, but um, yeah. So you you know you you find three bits of equipment, and then it goes to the mind palace. No, sorry, I think it's actually yeah no, and then it goes. It's uh, how, how can I distract this guard or, or whatever? And yeah, you kind of go oh, this metal tube, this syringe, and this sedative right and then it, then it kind of comes together and goes yeah cool let's make a, a blow dart kind of thing and um yeah i mean it's pretty it's, straightforward really yeah yeah um how <laughs> how how did you go with uh with with that moment james uh no I, I figured out what the problem was it was because i hadn't like i inspected the pipes but i hadn't picked one up um, so like I was able to connect the evidence in my little mind palace map thing, um, which I really like as a, as a gameplay function, the idea of like connecting those, um, sort of disparate threads and then having it all kind of sync together in that green, very like Resident Evil five menu yeah. screen looking thing. Uh, quite liked that. Um, yeah, it, a nice little time. Like I think I played this thing for about an hour. Um, I, so the scene reconstruction stuff, was that in the original uh, release, like back in 2000 and Well, that's a common thing in, in these games. So like I haven't played okay. the original. I probably should go and watch like a little brief excuse me, walkthrough thing. But um, yeah, yeah, I okay. mean, that's a pretty common thing. So you, yeah, like you find evidence within a scene uh, and then you've kind of got to reconstruct the scene. And, and so basically there's, in, in this case, there's, a, a room and there's three key areas you got to inspect uh, and there might be like a couple of coffins on the ground, for example, and there's a door and Sherlock, you know, with his powers of deduction, he's like, oh, this is where a door opens and, and something, you know, and <laughs> things are delivered. So you go, all right, cool. And then there's coffins on the floor and you go, hmm, what happened here? And then there's like blood on the wall a bit further up. So he's like, hmm, people were hurt. So you know, you kind of got to piece that puzzle together. Sounds very exciting, I know. It's, it's less uh, that, but like I, I did often <clears> find like when I was playing through those moments that having him walk up to like a clearly like bloodied gurney and been like, somebody bled here. Like, yeah, yeah dude, 
Yeah, I, I, I can see it. Like he can um, <laughs> see when things were disinfected, how often they were disinfected. Uh, he can with his eyes. He yeah. can with his eyes. He's a he switched yeah. on. What a beast. He is. Um, yeah, he's but yeah, and then uh, right at the end, there's a bit. Did you finish the demo? Uh, I don't think so. Like I, I solved that little like door room um, yeah. and then he was like, I'm going to go find the bodies. And I was like, well, I got to record a podcast. So. All right, cool. Yeah. So just have that. You, but you spoke with Gerda. Yes. I found her doll. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Did you piece the doll back together? Oh, no. I didn't know that was an option. Yeah. Okay. I just took it straight well, no. back to her. Well, you have to. Oh, no. Well, so that next part, when, when you give it back to her, you've got to piece the, you got to go find pieces of Gerda. And then ah, you kind of have this interaction with Gerda and um, Gerda's like a talking, no, sorry, Gerda's a patient, but there's, a, she has a doll. Uh, Heidi, then, I think. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah then you, you've got to make, uh, a, so you've got three options. Sorry, you, you've got three questions to ask her or, or something like that, but you've got to do them in the correct order. Uh, otherwise, yeah, you fail. And that was it. Uh, there's a preview up on the website and there's, I've got a recorded gameplay. So the gameplay is up on the YouTube. If you want to go check that out. I quite liked it. It's, I mean, it is what it is. It's what I expected it to be. Kind of keen to see what happens and how Lovecraftian and weird it gets. But um, no, excited mm. for uh, this Apologies one. But yeah, I think, I think it kind of lands where I thought. Apologies if you touched on this already, but <clears throat> these games are combat free, right? Because I've played Sinking City, which does have combat, but these ones kind so the, of have a little bit scattered through or are they just completely combat free? So the new one, so chapter one had combat, but you can actually opt out of combat completely. Right, combat okay. in chapter one is shit and should not be there. Um, <laughs> cool. A bit, a, bit like, a bit like the combat in Sinking City, which was a bit, yeah. a bit average. Mm. I don't... I think there's from the there's a trailer that plays at the end of it, and from from what I can remember of the trailer, there is combat in this one. I would assume once again it's going to be. Uh, you can actually choose whether yep. you do or not because it's the same thing with like lock picking. There's a like the lock picking, like mini game, if you want to call it that, and you can actually just choose to skip it if you want if it's too hard I, for you. Sure. I liked the lock picking mini game. Yeah, it was kind of I cool. had a good time with it. Uh, yeah. I didn't quite realize what to do at first. Uh, mm. But then after a couple minutes, I was like, ah, okay, you, you've got You're to bend the lock. those things. Yeah, you've got to bend yeah. the lock in the right spot. Um, mm. Yeah. So it seems to be following also, the formula. Go. Yeah. I'll also just say the way it presents its narrative, there's some really expressive camera work going on. I don't know if it's intentionally amusing or not, but like there's a lot of like weird close-ups and kind of like faces half in, in focus and whatnot that I thought was, you know, interesting to look at. Um, and the facial like animations themselves, a bit stiff, but the models look really good. Like it's yeah. a surprisingly okay looking game. Yeah, so they these games tend to look pretty good, but yeah, like the animation stuff are a little bit, little bit jank. Got that Eastern European yeah. jank on it, uh, which I love. Um, are you talking about with the with the face things? Are you talking about right at the start when Watson and the doctor yeah, are talking? Like yeah, when they're having a conversation it was, and it's just it's like their face is taking up eighty percent of the frame. <laughs> like, whoa, this is a <laughs> this is a choice. It's a bit intense. Yeah. Okay, the, yes. the other thing which shit me off during chapter one and it's here again in uh, the Awakened when you have pinned. Did you ever pin evidence? No, I didn't. Yeah, so there's you can pin evidence and it helps you find 
bits, uh, you know, areas of interest in the environment. But also you would have seen it with the tutorials that come up on the screen. They're mm. huge, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. So when you pin the evidence, it's like it takes up like a fifth of the screen. Um, mm. But yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it seems pretty cool. Uh, it's for a good cause uh, to help them get, you know, rebuild. But uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. This one's coming early to 2023. All, all platforms apart from no, and Switch as well, I believe. Wow. Okay. So that'd be cool. That'd be very cool. And then they'll, yeah, go work on then whatever the next big thing is. Nice. Cool. Uh, anybody played anything else? I know I kind of jumped straight into the content there, but um, I put about an hour into uh, is it Hi-Fi Rush? That new Xbox yeah, yeah. Uh, thing. How's it go? Yeah, had a good yeah, real real good time with it. It's very cute. Um, it great art direction, great sense of style. Um, getting so like the, the the whole idea being that like you know you've got to do combat on the beat of the music, and everything in the world is moving to the beat, and so it's designed to give you a lot of like audio and visual cues to sync you up with that beat. And the very first tutorial is like, hey, look, just relax. Try to feel the music before you do anything else, and then you'll just naturally organically meant to flow with it um i had a bit of a hard time finding my flow with it um just because i think there's a lot going on in that game and trying to stick to the specific with animations that don't quite match up to that in my mind but again this is very early impressions it was also late at night you know i'm 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 doing my best here um but like really really cool game from everything i've seen so far i would recommend also playing it in japanese um because i know that there's been a lot of uh, talk about video game talking this week and then about how characters say the lines that they do and whatnot. And I think that this is a game where the main character feels very much like of an anime to me. And um, hearing a lot of those very expressive, very emotive lines done through Japanese, I don't know, it, it just seemed to fit the characterization a bit more. Um, and from what I've seen of the English voice acting, it's very much like, hold up, I guess you're wondering how I got here. Um, and I don't, I don't want that in my life, so... Uh, this is actually, it's quite, I mean, because this dropped during the Bethesda Xbox, uh, was it like the developer direct thing that they, that yep. they did last week? And this is from Tango Gameworks who did Evil Within mm. and Ghostwire. So pretty, pretty wild departure from what they've done yeah. previously, but very cool. Very cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, Definitely. They really like their uh, like open world collectible thons. Um, and I think that couching it in a game that looks like this, which is very like, you know, Jet Set Radio kind of you know, early, late 2000s era aesthetic. Um, yeah, just very here for it. So question for you, James. Actually, mm. question before that question. Actually, no, I'll just give you the question. So, so two one, questions. One thing, is that one thing I read is that uh, Hi-Fi Rush is everything Sunset Overdrive should have been or could have been. I, don't, I can't remember what, oh. like, what the tweet was, but yeah. Uh, have, did you ever play Sunset Overdrive? I did. I'd completely forgotten about it until you said that though. Um, but like, I, I mean, I remember enjoying that game as well for what it was, but like, I do think that just the, the focus on music here is what kind of sets yeah. this apart. I think it gives it a bit more of a like sense of flow and style. I think Sunset was Adam's boys. Insomniac. Insomniac. Yeah, it is. Have you played it? Yeah. I, I, it didn't click with me. I think it, I feel like yeah. it was very much at either, did wonders for you or you kind of bounced off it. And unfortunately I bounced off it. I really wanted to like it and I gave it a, a really solid crack, but yeah, it just didn't, didn't happen. A cool looking game. Like visually it's kind of cool, but yeah, it just didn't, didn't do much for me. Same boat. Yeah. Yeah. 
How would you feel if I said I liked it more than Infamous? I wouldn't be surprised. Not not shocked whatsoever, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I mean, that wasn't a compliment, but <laughs> if you want to take it as one. I'm taking it as a compliment. Yeah, I appreciate nice. your support there. <laughs> All right. Um, anybody else played anything that's that we can talk about? No, nah, not really. Not, not as far nothing, as video games. Yeah, nothing further than what I end up talking about each week with the uh, Last of Us VHS anyway, just sort of chipping away at the Last of Us remake or part one as we go along with the anim- uh, with the series. I've actually jumped ahead quite a bit, uh, kind of got carried away at just how much I enjoy it because mm. the visual remake is astounding. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm now of the opinion that the whole ground up thing that people are talking about, like this whole thing's been redesigned, it actually does feel that way, but you kind of got to sort of get a little way into the game because I feel like the cities don't really show off just how pretty it now looks. Like the particle effects are bonkers alone. Mm. Oh, it's it's really the, something. The spores. Yeah, it's it's just so much more immersive. It really feels like it's hit its peak potential as a game. So I'm I'm all the way back in. Have you? Uh, how are you going? Because you're playing on second hardest difficulty. Whatever the hardest is that you can unlock out the gate that doesn't have permadeath. So yeah, whatever that like, is, there's like a lot of difficulties yeah. in that game. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Which Do is fantastic on on a harder difficulty. It's a, it's a different me. game. Because I swear it was you, but you played the remaster on one of the hardest difficulties, but there was a setting that still let you do something. I'm trying to vaguely remember what what your gripe was with yeah, so particular I particular hard mode. There, there was one little gripe that I had, and this might be what you're referring to. So on lower difficulties, you have the ability to, it's called listen mode. So you can hold the, I think it's the R2 button, and you can sense enemies and clickers through walls. So that's eliminated from harder difficulties and the game doesn't, it actually then relies on very clear audio cues to fill that gap and it's, and it's fantastic. So you never quite feel like you have no idea what's around the corner. The game does have a subtle audio cue, but the problem is, is you can invest that medication upgrade that you get, those pills, you can invest mm-hmm. them into a long ranged enhancer. So taking it from 100% distance to 200% distance, whatever that turns out to be. The issue is, is, Despite the fact that it's not in the hardest difficulty, the option to upgrade that is still active. So for whatever reason, you've come to this game and it's your first time playing it and you've popped that hardest difficulty on, you can sink a lot of points into an ability that you have absolutely no way of using. The game just doesn't lock it off, which seemed like a pretty weird oversight and it's still there. It is still there, okay. Yeah, it, and it's, it kind of stands out like how, how that was missed because it's kind of huge. Because there's only like six abilities you can invest in, so mm. the fact that one six of them is completely redundant, like not it's not a debate, it, it's a hundred percent redundant. Yeah, still great game. Right. Uh, I actually forgot. I, James, you'll you'll like this. I started playing the Resident Evil remake yesterday. Um, well, the the first Resident Evil. Yeah, but the remake of that. Oh, so the very nice. one that was ported to PS. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ported, yeah. yeah. That is a gorgeous remake. It, it is, is gorgeous, isn't it? It banger. sets such a high standard for the time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anna's not quite on board, but um, I'm trying well, to get it. it's a... not, I wouldn't imagine it's as engaging to watch as it is to play, right? Like that, yeah. that's a very methodical, um, clunky game. So. Yeah. It's also yeah. probably not, like as much as I love it, the whole ink ribbon saving thing is not really mm. good for our play style. 
no. when no. her and I play. She we might play for like potentially long stretches. Yeah, so we might play for like you know thirty minutes and then we'll go do something else or we'll watch something or whatever, right? Um, mm. Yeah. So here, it's like you've only got I've only got two saves left, so I got to pick and choose when we actually play. It's it's um, not friendly to people with busy schedules. It wants your time. I do like it. I do quite like that. I still like that mechanic. I do wish. Did the RE2 remake, did that have it in it? I don't think it did, did it? Limited saves. Like you could only save it, uh, yeah. Yeah, but um, the save rooms were a lot more frequent. In the OG, you have to hike like big sections of the mansion in very convoluted manner to find a save point. Mm. Like you got to zigzag. um, The ink ribbon, sorry. The 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 limited save options. Yeah, yeah. In the remake? Yeah, three might not have, but two did. Oh. Well, but I think it was an option. Game, so it's it's, it's optional, it yeah. Hundred percent, it's you optional. Sure? Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. I want some confirmation. I want, I want official confirmation on that. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sold. You want to phone a friend? I feel like it's because you don't actually pick up any ink ribbons in the game. Not if you don't have the setting turned on. Because why would you? Because mm. mm. that would just. I need proof be on silly. that. Come on, Adam. Can you vamp for a sec while I find out? <laughs> We've got our man on the job. All right. Uh, Adam, have you played anything at all this week? Oh boy. Can't hear, bro. On mute. Love that. Not that, um, (laughs) isn't for content. I've been pretty light on as far as video games are concerned, but a few things have come across my table this week. I think we're pretty content with that, mate. All right. So share, share your table, share your spread. I'll spread for you. Um, I have been playing a board game called Reload Fight for Fame. Uh, it's it's a board game that is trying to adapt a battle royale. Now, stop thinking it as a, a terrible idea because it definitely sounds like it. Um, in execution, it's actually a decent amount of fun. It's kind of like a little combat skirmish game um, similar to... Like combat-wise, something to maybe X-Wing, Nathan, if you've ever played the Star Wars X-Wing tabletop game. No, but it does look very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of similar in vain to that. So more or less, you you make yourself a map um, out of these little uh, like hex, kind of like Catan-looking hexes, uh, and you make one of, I think there's eight or nine different maps that they they give you out of the box. Um, just different kind of like um, terrain pieces. So there's forests and mazes and mountains and shit like that just to, to create a, a little island that you and up to three other people can play on. Um, so you can either do Battle Royale, which is all on all, or Team, team Royale, which is two teams of two. Um, and it's trying to gain the most fame uh, and whoever has the most fame at the end of a certain amount of rounds wins. So you gain fame by um, fighting, dealing damage to your opponent. Um, there's little quests that you can do. You can set traps um, or collect beacons that are scattered around the, the map. So it kind of tries to inject that looter shooter kind of element into it as well. So there's a little bit of exploration, a little bit of combat, kind of all the things that you would typically find in a, a battle royale. But so you drop in um, and 
the mechanic, the main mechanic that you use is actually pretty cool. So it's dice based, but it's also not luck based. So the, the character board has all of the actions you can take on the left hand side. So whether that be move, interact, pick up, um, build fortifications, get into combat, things like that. Each of those actions has uh, like a, a dice side that you have to use. So something simple like running um, will cost you a die side of four. So you put it on there, you go about your business. At where it kind of injects a bit of strategy is the dice that you use then become your combat line. So if you're just running and doing basic things, they'll have uh, the, the higher numbers. So then when you get to combat, you'll have a better chance of succeeding. Um, but things like interacting or picking up objects or looting, things that like thematically would take your eye away from the enemy will be lower on the dice. So when it comes to combat, it's pretty simple. You just compare what the enemy has to what you have and you go down the line. So if their highest is a five, your highest is a four, you'll take one damage. Then you'll go to the next dice. So it's a, a little game that you have to, it's a balancing act that you have to play of do I do all of these more expensive actions to maybe get better loot or gain fame in a non-combat way? Or do I play it safe and kind of bank these things and have a better chance in combat? So there's a little bit of balance that you need to go back and forth with. Um, but there's also, like I said, you collect uh, beacons throughout the map and you take them to the center to, to bank points. Um, that On the side of the board, there are these... Uh, quests that you can complete some of which are instant so like if you get two kills you immediately get fame and then there's ones that are at the end of the game whoever has say the most beacons gets another little bump in fame as well um, and yet yeah, the the game ends after a certain amount of turns there are little quests that pop up that alter the game state um, one of which was like that you can once you fight someone you have to keep fighting them until there's a definitive winner. So there's little augments that pop up here and there. Um, and it's pretty snappy. Like I think we, we played a few games and it's recommended or it's advised that it takes about 60 minutes. I'd say that's maybe even a bit of an overshoot. I think we got through it in about 45 minutes. Um, once you learn the game, it is a really rough time to do so because the, the manual, the, it is just an absolute mess. Like the setup, everything's fine. It gives you kind of the lay of the land well, but as soon as it gets into that move management and the combat, it completely falls apart. So trying to learn this game will be really difficult without some sort of like video reference. Luckily there are a few about um, people with far more time than myself or far more patience than myself have put them together. Um, but it is a, a pretty glaring oversight i think a lot of it has to do with the game designers are french so i think a lot of it has to do with translation which can be notoriously shoddy when it comes to board games um but yeah learning it will be a bit of an uphill battle and i can see people kind of trying to learn it getting frustrated and throwing it to the side but outside of that i had a pretty good time it um it captures the feel of a battle royale way better than i expected it to um and there are some pretty tense moments towards the end it's more balanced than i was expecting as well there was one of the players was pretty far ahead for most of the game but then by the time we all got to kind of end game we had all caught up because we were just building fame in different ways so there's enough avenues to go down that it creates a pretty well-rounded little 
little mechanic. So yeah, it's it's a decent game, and I'm keen enough that I'll play it again. Cool. Yeah. How much does this uh, cost out of interest? I think it's about sixty to seventy bucks, give or take, on Gameology. So fairly, it's not too bad. Yeah, fairly reasonable for for this size size game. Nice. Question. Nathan? Yep, go. Yeah, so so you mentioned there's dice in this game, but you mentioned it's not luck-based. So I'm guessing for, for the, the person part, listening... Yeah. yeah, so I'm guessing for the person listening, what, what does this look like? So these these dice have, I guess, they're set aside for just... You, you, you show a side to designate an action, I guess? Yeah, exactly. So you show and that you're side. You're just setting them. Exactly. So you choose the side... You set them there. There is like a, it's called a, t- a defense pool. Um, so any actions you didn't take in your turn, the the dice go into your defense pool. So if you are attacked, you then roll those for like a little boost of defense. Mm. Um, it's kind of like. So it's just rolled your... during combat? Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's something that you keep in your back pocket. So other players will look at it and be like, uh, I could attack them, but there is a level of chance there that I might not want to take. Because if you get into uh, melee combat, you both take damage um, depending on how the dice are um, ranged combat. It's only obviously the person who's getting attacked that takes damage. So there's, yeah, there's a level of risk that you have to kind of weigh up whether you want to take because of those defensive dice. Um, but that's really the only luck kind of based thing in the game, which is refreshing. Cause when I, I took everything out of the box and there were like 15 dice, I was like, Oh no, this is, <laughs> this this does not bode well but no i was pleasantly surprised there's also no elimination like if, if you die um you're a clo- you're as far as the the game world is concerned you're a clone so you just respawn and then you parachute back down onto the island so no player elimination is a big tick in in my eyes that was my next question yeah nah snappy little game pretty happy with it cool uh, you've also got your grubby little hands on the DualSense Edge wireless controller. I have, yes. I've been tinkering away with that, mainly playing Battlefield 2042. Oh, nah. <laughs> Battlefield, because <laughs> Nathan's got me, got me hooked back into that. Um, Good choice. Yeah, it's, it's... Hello? No, just when Adam finishes, remind me, because I will forget. Remind you of of that thing. thing. No worries. Um, Yeah, it's it's an impressive little bit of tech. It's definitely a premium product. Like it feels and reacts like a premium product. Um, I'm just trying to figure out whether the price point of three hundred and forty dollars is worth that premium. Um, Because no, I can tell you that. Yeah, it's 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 pretty. It's a lofty price point, and I've had um, the same folks that came over to play reload in another game that i'm playing for review um i kind of got them to test it out because i wanted a few other opinions and they were like yeah yeah it's really cool i'm definitely not going to get one though because it's 340 dollars." but like outside of the price being pretty ludicrous it is a pretty it's a pretty impressive controller like it's it's got for those unaware it's got six interchangeable thumbsticks um, it's got two sets of different back paddles that are completely programmable to whatever buttons you, you wish. 
um, it's completely remappable. So you can go into the, the software that's now on your PS5 if you own one um, that just got up, it updated maybe a couple of weeks ago. Um, so if you want left on the D-pad to actually be circle, you can go ahead and do that. Um, it's got trigger lockouts um, at, at three different intervals. So regular, medium, and high, I suppose, um, which helps with shooters, for instance. Um, it's got a whole bunch of different presets for um, trigger dead zones. Um, so something like Battlefield where uh, obviously you want to be as accurate as possible um, and you want snappy movement. You can turn it to be really high. So the 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 tiniest little movement of the thumbstick will kind of dart you around similar to, I suppose, how you would with a, a mouse and keyboard. Obviously you don't have the same accuracy. Well, I don't, but it kind of gives you that little bit of an edge as well. Um, and it also has the ability to have three custom presets onto the controller, uh, which is handy, obviously, if you're going from, from one game straight into the other. But what I found most appealing about that is it's got these little function buttons just below the thumbsticks. Uh, and if you hold one in, it comes up with a few different options. Like you can uh, lower or raise your audio, change the audio uh, mixing from like chat to, to in-game sound, but you can also quickly change between those three presets. Um, so if you say your friends get sick of playing Battlefield, you want to play Rocket League, uh, you can just go into that game and within like maybe one second, you'll flick between the the different profiles and it gives you a, a little vibration to let you know that you've you've flicked over to it. Um, and that's button layout, all of, all of the presets that you can think of that you can change, it changes immediately. Um, and it all comes in a very nice little case that has a little flap at the back that you can undo to plug it in and charge it while you're not using it, which is a nice little addition. Um, and it's got the... I still can't really figure out why you would need it, but it has the little lock, the little lock that you can use to to make sure the the cable doesn't go anywhere while you're charging it. Um, I suppose if you, I don't know, you're you're playing it wired and your significant other walks past, it'll rip the cord out of the console instead of your controller flying across the room. I yeah, I don't know what the practical use is for that. I'm sure someone will find find use of it. Um, but yeah, it's it's really impressive, but I'm really glad that I didn't have to pay for it. Ain't that the truth? Interesting. <laughs> Very nice. Cool. Well, we look forward to reading your review soon. Soon, soon, soon. All right, the thing I was going to talk about, James, fucking we forgot. You played GTFO. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah, that was um a really good time. I, I quite like that game based on the couple of rounds that we got into it. Um, you know, it took me a while to get my feet under me because I wasn't expecting it to be such a like stealth based experience mm. for some reason. Like, you know, you see GTFO, you see its marketing and its aesthetic and you're like, oh, it's going to be a fucking brawler shooter of some sort. But um, no, nah, it's like a quiet little considered experience. It is. It is. I, I like everything it was doing. Um, I like that everyone in the team sort of gets something to do, I guess, uh, like whether it's carry a turret around or Zach on the old bioscanner or whatever it was. Um, it. Yeah. Doesn't I love the fucking bioscanner. Profit. Look, who doesn't? I was, I was jealous of your job a couple of times, but then I also didn't want the pressure of it. So, you know. It's, uh, you know. The amount of times he goes, there's one to your left, but there's three... That does not happen. <laughs> but they often. look like one in the scanner. 
Come on, Nathan. It wasn't. Nah, get better like, eyes. The dots are like the human centipede, mate. They're, they're kind of all one. So. <laughs> mm. Don't know if I love I that. Can, cannot argue with that. Or I'll be like, this room's fucking packed, man. It's there's five. It'll be like there's there's five, actually ten, maybe sixteen. It's there's a lot. <laughs> and then there's like I did enjoy that. And then there's nothing that in that room because there's actually, <laughs> fucking nothing. <laughs> Uh, gotcha. but, uh, good fun good fun though good fun. Uh, can't, can't wait to play again has me shaking in my seat alright um, let's go to the quick shout outs so Dylan Blue reviewed season a letter to the future he got yeah, he scored it an 8 out of 10 saying rewarding exploration enjoyable bike traversal and a gorgeous world make season a letter for the future sorry to the future a journey worth embarking on that's out to Day? Tomorrow, I think. Tomorrow, okay. Well, I mean, the 1st of February, I'm pretty sure. Right. I uh, cannot wait. Good. There you go. Uh, Mark did a tone or a tone, if you want to, depends how you want to pronounce that. Heart of the Elder Tree. <laughs> it's quite Isn't that, <laughs> is that Italian for saying hi to your mate, Tony? Uh, uh, a tone or a Tony. Uh, of Heart of the Elder Tree sets out to do a lot in a short space of time and manages to pull it off impressively, even though I wanted to spend more time, even more time within its take on Midgard uh, compared to what it holds. And then he also did a forspoken review, scoring it a six and a half out of ten, despite some moments of genuine enjoyment with a const- with a combat system that does its best to entertain. Forspoken never makes the most of its potential. Ultimately, there are bigger, bolder, and more inventive action games both already out there and soon to be upon us in an already stacked 2023. Uh, you can read those three reviews up on the website. Bloody oath, if that last line doesn't say it all, yeah, we won't be talking about this in December by the sounds of it. I did buy for Spoken today. I'll say that. Like burning money. I know. Well, look, you know, Starfees, I'd also traded in Pokemon. I got a 50 bucks. You know, it's not the end of the world. Um, I'm, I'm intrigued, let's say. You're allowed to be. Thank you. Why? I just, you know, look, I've seen enough differing opinions on this thing that I would like to figure it out for myself how I'm going to feel about it. Um, I, I've also heard that the the kind of representation of that dialogue that we got through the discourse is is probably not what the back end of that game is hiding. And I, I, oh, I'm boy. curious about what's in that set, back end. Set that expectation and come back to us in a week's time. <laughs> it, yeah. Look, I, I'm happy to be wrong. Um, but if, no, if no, you uh, have what's a good time. Name? Yeah. Well, look, and I love the lead actress. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, it really isn't that much on her, the fact that it's a bit rough. Yeah. It's it's yeah. the writing through and through. Very nice. Well, I hope you have a good time. Is it, did Thank did, you. Did you you set your mood tonight in the in the background there to kind of match the spoken's vibe or I feel like that <laughs> has a bit of a Yeah, look, no. Um but oh. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but no. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, but no. <laughs> that was yes, but very no. Australian. No, no, I, I didn't, I didn't feel like a warm color. I wanted more of a, a cooler tone. So, felt like tone. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, let's keep going with the news because there's a fair bit of news to talk about to cover. Um, let's whip through the boring stuff. So, don't we want to talk jorts, mate? We do want to talk jorts. I'm glad you reminded me because I must have left mine in the fucking cupboard, mate. In the cupboard? Do you keep closing the cupboard? No, they're, on, they're on the closet, anyway. mate. You've got to wash them eventually. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of a closet. 
closet. Anyway, um, Adam, what are you keen for this month? I am keen for one regular game, then a whole bunch of VR. Um, I'm keen for Deliver Us Mars, which is the little puzzle game follow-up to Deliver Us the Moon. Um, looks like it'll have a similar sort of atmosphere to Deliver Us the Moon, so I'm keen to jump in and give that a crack. But outside of that, I'm setting the lofty expectation that I might actually be able to afford a PSVR 2, which is highly unlikely at this point, let's be honest. Um, just because I'm keen to, to test out the tech. Um, the, the launch lineup doesn't immediately set my jorts on fire outside of Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge because I'm still a child. Um, but you are. mixed in there are a few things that I'm keen to, to get around. Switchback, um, the Dark Pictures game, uh, will most likely be shit but good at the same time, which was similar to uh, Rush of Blood. That was... That was uh, all right. Yeah, like it was fine. It wasn't anything spectacular, but it was right, entertaining It's like a roller coaster. Exactly. You ride it, it, you go, this is all right, and then you yeah. get off and you go, can't It's remember. the good and the bad of a roller coaster, so that's it's pretty spot on. But the two that... Spoken like someone who hasn't been on many roller coasters. I have right. been on quite a few of you roller I went to the Launceston show, mate. Like, <laughs> oh, this that, guy. That definitely goes. No, I actually haven't been on that many. Not Because... Not, when I went to, sorry, just to kind of pivot from your jorts here, but when I went to most of the theme parks, I was like five. Are you trying to say that you were not tall enough to ride or? That probably hasn't changed. I was changed five years yet. old. I don't know, mate. Harden up. Harden up, yeah. All right. <coughs> <Fair> cool. <laughs> right. That's how I got that bloke energy. Rolling, rolling, riding roller coasters when I was five. Oh, there you go. Mate, I, no. I got my first roller coasters in, in Movie World uh, on the Gold Coast over Christmas and, oh, they pushed my shit in. Yeah, I was not expecting it. <laughs> okay, okay hang on. When, when you say roller coasters, like, what are we talking about here? Talk about, like, We're Wild talking Wild West? roller coasters. Like, what do you like mean? Like, thrill coasters, like that shit like, that's, like, like uh, lethal going weapon. fast. What? Like, you strap in and it goes Movie fast. World. What, what do you mean? Oh, thanks, like, mate. Like, you're going, like, upside <laughs> down and you feel like your head's going to okay, get so, taken so, off. And... Okay, so we're not just talking about just rising, all right? Like, I'm talking I'm about, just, like, the just... Superman ride was... I think I'm it's meant to be, like, the longest in the Southern Hemisphere. Now, mate. You can't you count the teacups, Zach. Question. I'm sorry, mate. Fucking Launceston show over here. It's like, I, oh, I did love the... um. I did love the rapid one at Dreamworld before it... Was this the one... Oh, one that killed say, people. Is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck, I miss it. Oh, shit, kill me. <laughs> Adam, George, can please continue. <laughs> fuck, we got off topic. Um, yeah, so the other wild, two that I'm, that I'm keen for VR-wise that are games that already exist are GT7 and No Man's Sky. Um, I know that No Man's Sky you can play in VR already, um, but obviously this is uh, far more advanced tech than the, the original psvr um and i'm yeah i'm keen to have that that moment once you first fix up your ship and you're able to head off into space i just feel like that in vr would actually be something really special so keen to probably not give that a go because it's very expensive hot is that it that's it man february unlike nathan isn't a massive laundry Hmm. list for me (laughs) spoilers for everyone well, James, I want to know what you're keen for. Yo. 
Okay, I, I still don't know how to pronounce this one. Blanc? Blank? Hmm. Can anyone is help? Is it soon? Blanc. A ton. Um, well, apparently well, so. Who's it's in my actor, jorts list. Who's the actor from Friends? Matt Le... What's it? Matt Le... Matt, oh, Matt LeBlanc. There you go. Blanc. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a great scientific method you've got there, Zach. <laughs> Um, yeah okay so um this is a uh black and white hand-drawn uh little animal adventure that's been animated into 3d um no no text or dialogue apparently uh so they're they're going for a fully uh emotive storytelling experience seems cool seems all right can be done in co-ops that's fun uh wild hearts is also coming onto the scene this is from uh koei tecmo's omega force subsidiary studio and ea original so there's a bit of a strange pairing on this one but um for the the uninitiated this is a, a monster hunter genre like i guess um i would argue this is far more approachable it's faster it's got a bunch of different like platforming tools you can use in real time during combat it, it seems very interesting um I'm, I'm very on board with whatever's going on there uh atomic heart is also right around the corner russian sci-fi punk thing um which i still don't have i don't have any real point of reference for i know previews on it came in pretty hot so that's exciting um sons of the forest not much that hasn't already been said on this podcast about sons of the forest i don't Do you think that will be delayed again or is that kind of hit sons of the forest mm. uh i don't I, I doubt it. I, I imagine if it was like a full release, like PC and console, then yes, maybe. But I think if they've pulled in the reins and said, we're just doing this on PC, it's probably going to get in. Because you know that, that, that original delay was like yeah. a while. So Yeah, because I feel like it's been delayed a couple of times now. Yeah, it's, it's been, it meant to be it's like been kicking last around. Year, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, still looks great though. You know, weather mm. cycles and shit. That sounds great. You know, <laughs> who doesn't love a bit of weather in their video that's game? That's it, mate. Love time um, weather. Well, that's it. That's it. Uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe is the Kirby Return to Dreamland game from the Wii. Put it over the Switch. I love a, a Wii port onto the Switch. There's not much more to say about that one. And uh, Destiny 2 Lightfall is a strange one for me. I, I come and go with Destiny. I have a very like gremlin goblin mode relationship to it where totally. I don't touch it for six months and then I sink into it like a fucking fiend. Um, you so like the best of we'll, us, man. we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only way to yeah. play it. Exactly. Indeed. (laughs) All right, I'm going to whip through mine and then Nathan's going to talk for the next half an hour about his jorts. (laughs) His his war and peace. (laughs) Uh, I'll just say the title, Hogwarts Legacy. I'm keen for that. Um, You fucking piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Just to really make me a piece of shit, I'm also keen for Atomic Heart as well. Um, Wait, what's wrong with Atomic Heart? Ha- haven't, you, ha- haven't you heard any of this stuff about how they're all their uh, munfish are like invested by people who backers of the Russian invasion? Huh. It's a Kremlin soil, mate. Oh, yeah, of course. You didn't hear about that one, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Too busy no. caring about trans people, James. <laughs> Keep up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. Um, That's rude. No, but you should definitely check it out. This is like relatively, no, I wouldn't say old news, but it's old news. Like it's, it's been out there for a while. And yeah, okay. I, I might have to I might have to edit my jorts. We'll, well see. I mean, yeah. ha- have a read. Like, Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I will. I'll, I'll do my own independent research. Yeah, please do. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I'm keen for that, that as well. And there was another game which I was keen for, but now I kind of have forgotten because... You know we have a handy list, We right? do have a list. I'm reading the website. He right didn't now, populate actually. it. No, I didn't do my list this this month. Uh, the other game 
is now gone from this list, unless it's releasing in March. Maybe it's a March game. can't remember. Anyway, uh, that's pretty much it for me and Jorts this month. Yes. 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 Nathan, what are you excited for? Yeah, all right. February. Top of the list. So, Deliver Us Mars. Uh, that's not to be confused with the catchphrase for right-wingers shitted off with M&Ms at the moment. There's Wild Hearts, the Monster Hunter-like that's coming along. I'm just hoping that might be one that actually sustains me in the genre because boys may be a bit curious. I don't get the gameplay videos of this just yet. Um, looks a little bit boring, so we'll see. It looks pretty, but the gameplay looks a bit boring. <laughs> Uh, Tales of Symphonia Remastered, that's meant to be like a classic Tales game. Uh, but again, this is like the much older style of Tales that we got before Tales of Arise. Wouldn't mind checking it out. Uh, the Settlers New Allies, we've been pretty dormant on Ubisoft's The Settlers games for a while. They're like, they're kind of really unusual, very slow paced, very combat light German style of city or settlement management game. So that might be a bit chill. Uh, like a Dragon Ishin is going to be one of the blockbuster releases for me this month. I'm just really holding out that it doesn't feel too aged because this is one of the older titles in the series. And this is a series that really has had quality of life leaps and bounds. And this is kind of before some of those more recent ones. Uh, Atomic Heart actually looks like it's probably going to deliver on the promise of being a Bioshock-like based on some of the recent previews we saw during January. Like, it looks very promising. Uh, Discronia... Kronos Ultimate. Now, uh, I was on a bit of a wee binge when it came to looking up games for this month, and there is a lot. That crowd's going to be very satisfied. I'm only saying this as filler because I actually can't remember what this was. I think it might have been kind of in the vein of the AI Somnium games, kind of visual novel adjacent with some investigating elements. So I really liked I the Somnium, Somnium Files last year. I think this is more of that, and it might have... Some of the Danganronpa team involved, if I'm thinking of the right game. So definitely in that sphere. Uh, what else have we got? We're not quite halfway through the list. Digimon World Next Order. It's a, like an updated port of the Digimon World Next Order game, which I think is the fifth game in the Digimon World JRPG series. I've had this one for ages, never played it, so I might give it a crack on the Switch. Zenith The Last City looks like some MMO light adventure game, if I'm thinking of the right one. It might be coming to... PSVR, I'm not sure, but it's also getting uh, just like uh, non-VR releases as well, but either way it looked quite colourful and adventurous. PC is getting some hot releases this month with Blood Bowl 3, Blood Bowl 3 being based on the Blood Bowl Warhammer spin-off game that's sort of kind of like a really brutal version of like uh, American football. Uh, except with a lot of Warhammer like gremlins and shit populating it, absolutely smashing each other whilst yeah, stomping through the green. Company of Heroes 3. Company of Heroes is one of the... My favourite RTS series because it doesn't focus, focus too much on sort of micromanagement. It allows you to just pick a few squads, position them in a firefight, and just have fun immersing yourself in living that out. So I've always appreciated that series. I'm keen to see what the third one can do. Sons of the Forest is something that we've discussed in many jorts already due to it's 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 had a couple of delays over the past, I want to say past 12 months, I think. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm really keen for a, like this is kind of top tier when we're talking survival games. 
with horror elements. I don't think many do it as good as this. So I'm really keen to see what this can now follow up with, especially because the first one kind of had a tightish story. So I don't know what this is going to deliver as far as a sequel to that's concerned. Octopath Traveler 2 is our probably like big name JRPG for this month. I wasn't a big fan of the original from the Bravely Default folks. I just found it to be tremendously slow and very like aggressively mediocre in its writing. But those were two things that I think were, could be easily enough fixed up this time around. So I'm quite optimistic for it. Uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. As we said, Wii Port should be a pretty easy game. I think Kirby's a fantastic kind of light junk food. They're easy games that are just absolutely a pleasure to take in. So, you know, I, th I think we're allowed to have one of those this month. Kerbal Space Program 2, I really appreciated what the first one did in trying to replicate the physics of, you know, trying to launch a rocket from a space, or rather into space, from the Earth and having to take in all the account, like account for all the physics of the Earth's rotation, the atmospheric pull, all these little things in a game that's quite comically destructive because you're not going to be able to pull off one of those rockets for a very long time unless you're a real smart cookie. Uh, Scars Above, like James's preview for Press Start, I want to say. Like, we were expecting this to be kind of like a bit of a B-grade shooter for a, from a double-A team, I think. So, again, like, I'm thinking like Kirby's. It could just be fairly light, snacky game. Uh, kind of curious now, so we'll see what that's like. Destiny 2 Lightfall's probably my number one for the month, simply because this is a, a big hallmark for those that have been following Destiny 2 over the years. This is kind of tying off where the stories come from. Although, admittedly, for as, for as much as I've sunk into this game, very much like James, on and off for six months, but you have a real hardcore time when you come back, uh, I really have no idea where that story's going. But the way it presents itself in the cutscenes and things like that, it's, it's always had my curiosity at the very least, but I find it impenetra impenetrably uh, messy. Kind of enjoy that. Lords of Ravage and Reapers or Redemption Reapers are my two last ones and I couldn't tell you off the top of my head what the difference between these two are. They were just a couple of cool looking indie hack and slash games by the looks, by the looks of it. Redemption Reapers might have had some Soulsy elements um, but that's it man like that's a lot to stuff in your jorts so no wonder I'm having trouble <laughs> keeping right, up was, with it. Those bad boys are chockers mate. But, the, but that's all stuff I can genuinely... See, I, I can genuinely say that having spent at least five minutes with gameplay footage of, uh, or as much as we can of these titles, they are genuinely interesting to me. So it's an exciting month for those that, I don't know, have Nathan taste. TM. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, I think that's everyone, isn't it? It's only about 20 minutes. So yeah, we're doing good. Cool. Right. Well, speaking of TMs, let's go straight into the big topic that we're probably going to talk about this week, and that is trademarks in video games because the day before is absolutely shit the fucking bed here. Um, so if you have not heard about this, oh, go news, this. then where have you fucking been? Um, but the day before, a game that we've spoken about a lot, a game that I have spoken about a lot, has been delayed. So even though I predicted that it would launch as planned and scored 65 plus on meta it is um yeah she's not happening that that's not coming in march it's now november 10 now the reason so this is a bit of a wild little journey here um it was delisted from steam and it was picked up on reddit and then someone went into the steam dbs and found it was actually like deleted gone like catch later wiped from everyone's wish list and the moderator of the Discord for the for the day before Discord come out and said it's a it's, it's a known bug, 
with the, the day before. Sorry, with the day before. With um, Steam GB. Steam, yeah, with 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 Steam. Uh, but when they do their maintenance on Tuesdays, that this just it happens. Uh, but like no one else could really be like, oh yeah, I I know of that bug. It's it's happened before. Like like no one was like, this is not a common thing. A little bit later, it turns out that uh, that's actually not the case. Uh, it was delisted because they don't actually own the trademark to the name the day before. So they put out a statement. Uh, how? Let me find the actual uh, news article here. So they put out a statement saying, uh, "Yeah, I'm sorry. I gotta go to the great the fucking tweet." Uh, Dear fans, right before the release, Steam blocked our game. Sorry, blocked our game page at the request of a private individual because of the name the day before. As you know, the, our game was announced in January 2021. At the time of the announcement, the day before game trademark was available. Already, like, what the fuck? Like, why would you just, just not trademark it? Uh, after the announcement of the game, the above mentioned... Sorry, the above... Yeah, mentioned individual file, filed a application before us to register the game trademark the day before in the United States. Previously, we were not aware of these, these of the existent claims. We found out only about... We found out this on January 19 when we received a complaint from him and a request to contact him. Uh, now we know all, all. Now we find out all the circumstances and the incident, and we'll definitely solve everything. Blah 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 blah. So, as because of this, they're going to delay the game to November ten. And but then it's a lot like the last part of this statement is kind of a bit odd, right? So it's like our focus remains on the game itself and to deliver the best game possible. Now that kind of reads like so. This is like a month from release, right? This is four weeks from the game mm. coming out, and uh, a couple of weeks from when they were going to show off this gameplay footage, right? Now, that little bit there reads like it's the game's not ready. Anyway, so they said that they were, they were going to release the gameplay, but they have they will have to do it until this issue is resolved. Uh, then they put out an actual statement via a, uh, IGN um, and said that we plan to move the game's release date before, it was, uh, b- before this trademark issue came to light, which... As I've shown you, we, we kind of did we kind of did get that get that feeling from a little source that I squeezed uh, in the cupboard. Uh, so yeah, we kind of yeah. I mean, it, it, I'm not shocked. I'm I'm not shocked that it was delayed, right? So that was always going to be the case. Uh, they were going to announce this delay when they when they showed off a new 10 minute gameplay video, and obviously, uh, what not happened. So they couldn't. Then they talked about the uh, accusations or the assumptions that the game is a scam, it's not legit, it's fake, whatnot. And they kind of go on, uh, we understand that some players not seeing the whole picture might have doubts about the game. Our whole, our whole focus has always been on the product itself. We've been creating this game for four years. All these years have been full of sweat and blood to make this game. And for many members of our team, it is unpleasant to hear such accusations. We didn't take a penny from people, no crowdfunding, no pre-orders, no donations. The game is fully funded by Mytona one of the largest mobile publishers in the world who check the game's build at every milestone per our contract. Then it kind of gets a bit fucking weird. Uh, you probably remember him as the hero who breaks through the veil of disbelief when no one believes him, uh, but he finds the inner strength to win and prove to everyone what he's worth in the end. This is them referring to themselves as a simple guy from the 90s action movies, which is a fucking strange comparison to make. But hey, what, you know... Is anyone surprised with anything that this? I still don't really fully get what they're going with at with that. Like that's a weird analogy. 
It's the who, whole who thing's is weird. This guy? I. This is the nineties action guy. Maybe we've seen him in nineties film of the week. Maybe we haven't. Like who's <laughs> who's who's to know, right? Um. Anyway, so what do we think? James, I know that you were you're new to this little, you know, station. You've I only love that got on a couple yeah, weeks ago. Just as I come on board, uh, there's another crash. I love this for myself. Um, not for anybody else involved. Um I I don't know. I, I would imagine that something exists. Right, because I, I think that given how much funding they're probably getting from Mytona, there would be a requisite, hey, where's our money going kind of check-in situation happening. Um, and so I imagine they are showing something internally. Um, but the copyright issue makes no sense, I guess, because the day before branding is still all over their websites, all over their YouTube channel still. Um, nothing else has been removed that had the day before plastered all over it. And so they're still effectively advertising it. Um, so I find that a bit odd um and then uh, i don't know like with the what is it the discord mod uh oh. now kind of like well he's gone you know i think well he, he bounced yeah yeah okay well so yeah the discord mod who was so this is the other thing right i'm part of the discord and it's i mean i barely pay attention because it's fucking junk 99 percent of the time right uh and they are very they don't take too kindly to people claiming the game to be fake uh, anyway, so this 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 mod, shut up, Adam. Stop with your miming. This uh, this mime, oh, this mime, fucking this moderator, <coughs> he <laughs> had claimed previously that he'd actually seen gameplay, and then when this all this went down, he basically was like, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, you know? I haven't seen shit. Um, and then he said, I'm actually starting to wonder if the game is real or not. So it's, uh, I think it's real. Now I'm curious if my toner is real because I'm Thank reading about you. my toner. So and I'll, I'll drop my two cents shortly, but yes, that, that prefaces. What no, I'm yeah. Say. I just, I kind of assumed like if somebody was funding this thing, that there would be a real company behind that money and, and whatnot. But now I'm like looking at their, just even just their general Wikipedia mm-hmm. entry and like all of their projects don't have their own pages. Mm-hmm. There's something called the Mytona Metaverse, which was supposed to launch in mm. mid-December 2021. Fascinating. This, this is this rabbit should, hole. <laughs> you should, yeah. We can talk more about this because I've done a lot of I've done a lot of digging into these people. They, these are all Russian. The, the so it's it's founded by two brothers who now live in New, in New Zealand. I'm pretty sure Mytona is right. And uh, fantastic is two Russian brothers who claim to now be based in Singapore. Uh, I would assume they, mm. they jet back and forth. So there's just, because the whole thing is like, and this sort of ties into Atomic Heart, is like if you're a Russian developer, Steam basically blocks you or blacklists you or whatever it is that they do, right? So they need, right. You, you need to navigate those re- restrictions and set up shop in Singapore, I guess. Um but this is just mm. this is too fucking. But Singapore is a special choice too. This is too stupid to be fake. I think like this, fuck up. Like, I don't know, man. Like, because they actually did link all the info about the person who has filed this claim. Sorry, not the claim. The the trademark uh, thing, and they're a South mm. Korean person. And it just, I mean, I, I googled uh, the address that was there, but I couldn't see much. So 
Um, but it's just, I don't know, it's, it's like I, I, I would say that somebody in some legal department has just, just not done their job or someone's just fucked up. I don't know. Uh, it's mm. way too bizarre. I, I also don't understand, like, I think it's real. I think the game is real. As I've always said, I do not think it's going to be anything like we hope or what they are showing it to look like, I think. I think it, I think it is definitely a real thing. Um, I just don't understand what the point of them, if this was a scam or this was fake, what the point is because it's so huge. Like what benefit could there possibly be to get from this? Yes, I know they're pushing their other games and uh, products, but who's fucking buying, you know, who's going to buy Continent um, when you can just get fucking Discord or Teams or Slack or one of the many others that are there. And, you know, Prop Knight's got players, sure. And, you know, they've actually been developing that whatever uh, I just don't think I don't understand why anyone would actually do this I just don't see what the benefit is with the backlash and how fucking incompetent they look mm. and I just don't yeah because yeah. like I know well, like there's, this there's, there's been talking like, about investor stuff but all of like this if, will if end up being this, way more entertaining who, yeah. than the game oh yeah by a mile like this is a, this is fascinating and watching it just completely fucking implode on itself is genuinely entertaining. Like the lack of transpa like lack of transparency throughout the entire reveal talking about the game, saying that they'll show it, not showing it, saying that they have, you know, they've got all they're all staffed to oh, we actually do volunteers to what we class as a volunteer to oh, we don't have the the fucking trademark. Like the whole thing is a fever dream of an attempt at releasing a game and it just, especially when there's things like, like the mod completely lying about the reason that it's taken off steam. And then within 24 hours, that comes out to be something else. Like no, it, it, it's a whole big ball of contradictions. And I, I, I could give two shits he... about the game anymore. I honestly don't, don't care to, to follow oh, or yeah. play the game itself, but the, the actual lead up to it, you absolutely it invested. You'll, you'll play it. You're a dirty little fiend. I'll play it. You want my two cents? Yeah, give it to us. Okay. So I think I've very recently, like only in the past few days, come around to the it's not a real game side. So you have to you I'll have to chronicle my journey very quickly. Okay. So you kinda understand where I come from. So I definitely did think it was a game. I think there's some build of a game out there. But now we know that, as Adam has said, uh, the where where do the lies start? Like the fact is, is it hasn't been that hasn't just been obfuscated information. It's been downright bullshit, and it's it's happened too many times now that it does make one wonder again. Like my toner, what's the deal there? And as I said, it's a very specific choice that they go to Singapore at the, at the moment, where there's all the tax breaks and shit for startups and that. So if you want to build something that's allowed to fail, and you basically get all your money back on it you go to singapore that's the safe bet to do it and so you build you don't build a game but you build the most impressive concept of a game aka game trailer that's going to knock people out of the water that becomes number one wishlisted game on steam that's fantastic now you've got yourself a little platform you've got no gameplay to actually show for it i mean we've seen what looks like gameplay but it took a fucking long time um that that then gives you a really good platform to start spruiking yeah your other shit that actually could make some money or alternatively 
what's the big deal with the funding behind this? If my toner is something that, again, is, is closely associated with the actual, like some kind of scheme with this game and creating their own kind of platform, they could have easily, like, why the fuck do they have volunteers? If this thing is so fully funded as they say, why do they have volunteers and why are we so far behind? So, I don't know. I feel like if there was money, it's been put into making the greatest concept trailer that they could possibly make. And again, it's a very good concept trailer. Uh, that's an old school like like thinking when it comes to if this game's real or not. But now I've started to circle back to it because I think the dishonesty probably starts right from the first impression that we've gotten of the fucking thing. It's just one too many like inconvenient bumps in the road for for it to all be just as I think I said this to Zach. Like it goes from a series of very unfortunate events for these poor devs that are trying to get Correct. out of the game to just which is where I was thinking. Yeah, to more like blatant lying where it definitely feels like we're either there or heading to at the moment. I I just thought though, like with the, I'd love to know what they had to provide to be a part of that NVIDIA little, I mean, I know it was, mm. it was realistically yeah. fuck all, but like NVIDIA is a very sizable name. I'd love to know what they had to cough up to them to show that. Because I'm like, that would be huge for the narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, it's also people... not the first time that NVIDIA has, has right. Yeah. Too. Correct. And, and like, I'm sure that has been all over their ball since it came out. Like, IGN, so all I... their initial trailers, it's still like. So, what do they have? Yeah, but they have a horse in the race, though, don't they? As a publication, I mean, it gets clicks throughout up the wires. It does. Whereas... But it's just like, like, they've even, even with this, even with this new statement they went through ign they made their statement via ign the delay that they and no one else got access but but yeah when it's it's put on your lap like that as an outlet as if you wouldn't run the story like if if they came to you with hey we're only going to give this to you i mean yeah you kind of have to whereas the nvidia thing like do you if if it was click yeah absolutely yeah but nvidia like they don't they don't really have a horse in that race if it's a like a clearly a fake game why would you bother spotlighting it they just want to show what? off the tech, mate. They don't make games, so they probably really... And they're not a publisher, so... Correct. I just feel like there's less reason for them to... Yeah, I feel like there's less reason for them to back if, it, if it's outright fake. So, that, I mean, all I'm getting at is I'd love to know what sort of... Do we have a trailer they... and the most bare-bones build possible just to get it over the line yeah, or something I'd legitimate? I'd love to know, yeah, what was actually shown to them to legitimize it. It's fucking fascinating. I think prehistoric alpha. I'm yeah. I'm sticking by it. I think it's real. I think it's a real thing. For you, I want it to be. I really do. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. So there's shitloads like, of people that I'm, want the game. I'm very much aware of the red flags, and because I was speaking with uh, someone so what before, would be the, and what would be the line for you in terms of okay, I give up on this shit? But I'm not like, like the, I'm not like I'm. I think I'm trust? more invested purely because of our narrative you know the story oh, i'm so i'm so hyped for this game blah 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 blah, blah. that and you're really a volunteer like, so they create their uh, own platform he creates his own narrative he's like yeah, mate, i'm a fucking volunteer for um i'm the new moderator in discord <laughs> still not sure if the game's real but i want to believe uh well no see that's the thing like i don't know this is yeah like it's fucking yeah zach's the one that when people ask him is the game real he just replies with the eyes emoji Look, <laughs> that's a good visual. The person, the person that I have access to, is an employee for Fantastic, so not a volunteer, not a. They tried to mod. spruik anything to you. Different. This is a different contact. This is a new one. Oh, so not yet. 
No. Ask them dead straight. Have you seen the game? Have you seen gameplay? They said yes. Of course, you know. Was there a ha-ha in that? You know. Was there a ha-ha? There fucking was a ha Well, I put Oh, there was a ha-ha. To be fair, I sent the ha-ha first. Bro, they, they were so glad that you broke the ice with that ha-ha. Because they're like, fuck, we're not culpable for this one, but fuck, she's a ripper. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like, you know, that's, they literally could just say, yeah, fucking yes, and whatever. I just, just I still think it's real. I think it's, yeah. like, as I've said, I don't think it's going to be what we, we want and what we hope, mm-hmm. or, or, as, or as good as we hope. Um, but like I said... Because the, they've got nothing to lose in just dropping the most bare bones piece of shit. But even, yeah, like, I just want like. it to be fun. Like, that's, that's literally all I've said before is I want it to be fun. If I can get a couple of months out of it before something else comes along and I'm playing that, then job done. We'll have to wait and find out. I think that's a, a very generous and hopeful take on what this game will inevitably be. Like, I think the idea that you're going to get anything out of this game beyond a couple of hours is, yeah. Um, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Like, I mm-hmm. can't wait to be fucking right. November 10, you lock that shit in. We are going to come back. I will be there with you. Like, day and date. You and I are jumping in together. <laughs> I just want but a resolution. I want the answers. I just want it to I be just to either be fucking right or just, be, <laughs> or just to this be. This is what happens as a result of all that shit these partner makes him watch the 365 days and he just has a <laughs> craving for disappointment. He's just like, fuck my shit up, fam. Uh, I live for this. Anyway, all right, let's move on from... <laughs> Takes him to a dark place. Qu- okay, here's a question for you, just to think on. You don't have to give me an answer right now. Day before... Okay, so one of the questions, obviously, that people have said... Sorry, I know we're going to go back to it, but why not, like, why not just change the name? Why not just rename it? Yeah, absolutely, mate. You, you're, you're thinking way too big for this game. Why, though? Why not just change exist. it? Yeah. No, okay, well, I'm talking a, about, like... It's a brand. Yeah, the name isn't like, what sets this game apart. It never was. But it's what, every, but it's, but, it, but it's what everybody knows it as. If they just change the name, I forget to... the title of this game every second fucking day. I'm like the day, <laughs> the, the day of the, the day, day of. before before something. Well, I know it as the game that looks work. like a combination of The Last of Us and The Division. Imagine they change it to Yesteryear. So what? The, the, the Division <laughs> of Us. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Fuck, that was their working title, mate. Um, That's under NDA. Fuck it. No, let's. <laughs> I don't have no. I can't remember why, what the question was. This is how you get the real clicks. Um, speaking of The Last of Us, it's getting a second season on HBO. So, and Big Neely, big fan of the show, he said that it's going to be a adaptation of part two, which I think we all kind yeah. of expected. So, uh, did he? No. I don't know that he did. I think no. he did. Are you sure? He did? I've read that. Hundred percent. I've read that. Oh, okay. I've read right. IGN headlines suggesting that. Yeah, listen. I just kind of assumed we were all operating under like an assumption. Assumed, yeah, yeah, an Let assumption me just there. Check yeah. that because I swear I read that. Season yeah. two. I hope we well, don't Zach lose does any that of the main under characters. A little bit of vamping and uh, <laughs> let you all know that uh, what was it? The I think the second episode had the biggest jump in like or like continued retention of viewers since. Uh, Game of Thrones, twenty-two percent right. jump in viewership, marking the largest in HBO's history. There you go. So Mate. this show is like it has found its audience. I know um, it's such people... a broad range of people watching this. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, and you know, I think I kind of like 
said this in my review, but like it is very good, like Sunday evening television. Oh, um, yeah. You know, I, I think it, it appeals to that broad audience for a reason. Mm, definitely getting my water cooler moments. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's like Monday night at trivia every Monday night. How'd you find the last of us this afternoon? <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, in that regard, it's very much like most of HBO's output really, isn't it? Like think back to when game of Thrones was mm. in like season yeah. three and it would be Same time slot. Exactly. Every every week you'd be, you know, chatting with your friends about, holy shit, what about this moment or this happened? What do you think will mm-hmm. happen next week? Like, yeah, it's definitely captured that same sort of feel, which HBO is really good at manufacturing. Best season. Mm. Okay, here we go. So I'm reading. Am I? He's reading. Okay, hang on. This is on IGN. Uh, following the announcement, executive producer and No Dog co-president Neil Druckmann has confirmed in a tweet below that the second season will follow the Last of Us Part Two game. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, um, it's kind of the oof. assumption we were all running with, yeah. Yeah. Now that's going to be a water cooler moment. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's uh, a tough yes. act to follow, though. But um, I don't know if I James, can... you are right. That's a massive jump. What in viewership? Like it's it's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well. it's it's huge. It's um it like. That's why they unequivocal success. One. Sorry, don't 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 engage. Don't no, engage. Actually That's what, what he, he wants. Said. He's oh, to, okay. He's trying yep. to bait us into this the same old fucking thing. Week in week out, you want to fill fifteen minutes? Let's go. Pop one's worth it. Says what? That's what I fucking <laughs> said weeks ago, mate. Just call me fantastic. Um, <laughs> so, other news. Uh, there was That's the Xbox, <laughs> Xbox and Bethesda wrap up. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, we showed they 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 showed gameplay for Redfall. And yeah, David I don't date. want to take the room's temperature on Redfall um, because I, I said this in our Slack, but um, I think that uh, every time they've shown the game, I get less and less interested um, just because I, I feel like I'm seeing less and less of like a sense of identity to it. But I, I know that I can be a bit harsh, so I want to get someone else's take on this. I've I been half- on the opposite trajectory. Yeah, I was mm. about to say the same thing. I think I see mm. less maybe immediate character, but more mm-hmm. fun as far as like mechanically. I'm right. having to fill in a lot of the blanks. Like I'm picturing me <laughs> and my mates and that, that has to do a lot of heavy lifting, but yeah. it, if it can, if it can pull it off, if we can foster a fun time, then I don't really care for just how well curated that experience might be or just how mechanically mm. precise, but yeah. it is going to be a huge, like how does the co-op work? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's exactly it. James, I, I think I agree I agree with you in, in halves, like as the intrigue goes down, the Mm. potential for fun is going up. And I think that's going up higher than the intrigue is going down. So I'm right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting more and more keen on the game, but just for maybe different reasons than originally thought. Yeah. 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 Yeah, May 2nd, they they did give it a date as well. The the theme is definitely not what's got me along for this ride. Cause as we've seen more of the theme, I'm, Pretty mm. boilerplate vampire shit. I'm not that crazy. Look, I was keen on the, the, on the premise, like an arcane game with vampires, but mm. Mm, I think it's one of those things I don't I have know to play, if that's the main, play. yeah, if that's going to be the main selling yeah. point. No. I think it'll uh, be a nice set quickly, dressing. Correct. Uh, the, have you guys read the, the rumors that have come out in the last day or two about 
Redpool? No, no, no. no. <clears throat> so I'll just read this. This is from comic book. This I can't remember where I first saw it, but this is, um, yeah. So the headline is Xbox rumor suggests Redfall was in rough shape. Uh, so a few days ago, Xbox and Bethesda raised, uh, released a developer direct focused on several 2023 games. One of the games was Redfall. Upcoming blah, 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 blah. Well, generated a lot of hype. The rumors come from a source uh, from for a reset era poster named Horns. Prior to the show, Horns correctly stated that Tango Gameworks will, will be putting out something you can play later today, which turned out to be Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, so he says that Microsoft has lost a ton of money on Azure uh, this fiscal year. They're asking all divisions to blunt the loss. One thing Microsoft has floated for Xbox is releasing Starfield before fiscal year June 2023. Redfall is coming first and is still in rough shape and probably should use more quality control, but it's still in better shape than Starfield. But there's the once more time with Starfield, and if they get their way, Starfield will come late 2023. If Microsoft gets their way, it will come out the first half of the year. Anyway, they're just, yeah, of course, they're, they're, there's rumors, but interesting, though. That I being- mean, looking at the Redfall gameplay, I could kind of believe that. I think that the shooting looks off somewhat. Um, like, I don't know. It, to me, it looks like a game very much still in development. Um, and I get that there's a lot of polish done in the last few months, but yeah. Sorry? This has been in. De- in de- development for ages was it meant to come last year oh yeah look i'm sure it was but i mean as we were just talking about like the game it looked like when it first got revealed and the game it's maybe looking like now might be slightly different things so i'm yeah i'm I'm definitely curious about what's going on at microsoft um because it does seem like there's just a lot of interesting little like whispers coming out of that place um they're plugging up leaks all over the fucking shop at the moment mm. like with 343 and with this Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of unrest and very little official word on how that's all going from the inside. So it's the only official word you need is big Phil saying that we need to be best buddies. Everyone's everything's fine. Look in the background of my zoom shots. You might see a fucking Xbox. I'm wearing a doom t-shirt. Yeah. Thanks. Best Valley. All right. Uh, They also showed off elder scrolls, something or other online. I think that's the new thing for that. If you're keen on that. Necrom. Has anyone (laughs) played that? Yeah, so I've yeah. To. I've only ever played a few hours twice, okay. like rolled two characters, but it, I really want to dig my good? teeth in. Okay. I would right. be, it, it'd be so easy to convince me to jump in because I've played Absolutely. <laughs> a, maybe like 10, 15 hours of it and fucking loved it, but I just didn't have anyone to kind of. It's it's having the second person at least, isn't it? Is. It is. Right. It's, it's, yeah. exactly, it's, it's exactly. It's exactly. It's a very that. isolating solo experience. It's doable. Mm. But Fuck the world doesn't have enough quality life in game, it. though. Like yeah. it's it, it's See, the only MMO that I've played that feels more like kind of a, it it borders between almost feeling like a, a regular RPG rather than just like mm. an isolating MMO. But it's still like you said, Nathan. Without that second third person, it just doesn't quite hold you. But game's very good though. The the combat system mm. is better than most MMOs. Like it's better than it has any right to be. Even if it yeah. feels a bit floaty, it's uh, it's very interesting. Hmm. We also got Minecraft Legends and Forza Motorsport updates. Uh, you can read all about those on the website. Check them out on YouTube. Whatever you want to do. But let's move on because we've been going for ages. PS Plus games were leaked because they always are. Destiny Beyond Light, Ollie Ollie World, Evil the Dead game. What Evil Game of the Dead? No. Evil Dead the game. Yeah, that's right, sorry. And Marv, a de- definitive edition. That's a super uh, month. Well, Play Ollie Ollie World and Evil Dead. 
Destiny. Oh, yeah, play Mafia awesome. Definitive Edition. That is a fantastic open world game. We we might get that. Apparently, that's um that'll change depending on region. But mm. you know, Mate, considering we've been shafted on the cloud stuff, give us a little extra treat. Yeah, right. We work mm. hard. It's not our fault. We're like this. Uh, speaking of traits, Kenny Omega and Rahul Kohli are in yep. Like a Dragon Ishin uh, as a special attack card. Uh, you can read about that. Uh, Zelina Vega is a wrestler? Yes, or a boxer? she is. She's a wrestler and she's announced as a guest commentator for Street Fighter VI. Uh, the newest Super Mario Bros. movie trailer is 30 seconds of excellence, apparently. <laughs> you get to see Donkey Kong or something or other. You do. You get to hear Donkey Kong more importantly. It's fucking Seth Rogen, isn't it? It's just mm-hmm. Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> that laugh fucking floored me. I showed my partner Key and she fucking lost it she no, was like looking at donkey yet, kong and hearing seth rogan is a fucking trip she immediately followed it up it with imagine be. watching this movie high it would be amazing <laughs> which cannot wait mouth <laughs> <laughs> mm, start doing some drug testing <laughs> I, I i quit <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so the other thing, oh, the Australian Interactive Games Fund looks to be making a comeback uh, with a MP whose name is Tim Burke, I want to say, but I could have made that up. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? He's the culture minister. Yeah, he's somebody. I'm reading Ash's piece, but I can't see anything here. Anyway, so the um, Australian Interactive Games Fund, which was a scheme that was first introduced over a decade ago and provides access to $20 million of funding. Uh, it was cut in 2024, but Big Elbow is going to bring that bad boy back. Um, and, yeah, good good times. Good times for... Tony Burke. Tony Burke. What did I say? Tim Burke. Tim Burke. Close. Or the um, Honourable Tony Burke MP. Shout-outs to him. Uh, all right, I think that's it for the news. Let's go into off topics. Anyone got some off topics this week? I don't have a nice film of the week. I probably dish, I, I do, but I was like, eh, I don't remember the film being that good, so maybe I won't talk about it. Nah, man, I'm just on my one piece shit, so I've got nothing to say. No one gives a shit. Yeah. I've got, I've got awesome off topics this week, actually, because as of about an hour ago, I booked flights to New Zealand for May. Hey, for a. A, a quick little 10-day getaway with a mate. So very excited to do that. Is this to do some uh, the day before investigation of journalism? It is. As soon as I heard that those two bastards were over there, I was like, fucking slap me on a flight. I'm off. Excellent. Um, sorry. I... Sorry. I'm just texting. Take um, away, James. Someone talk. Um, I, I watched, uh, Skinnamarink this week, uh, or last week, whenever it was, uh, this is a sort of a, uh, like a vaguely found footage-esque lo-fi, uh, analog horror movie about two kids that get trapped in a house and all the windows and doors disappear and they, there's something in the house with them, I guess is all I can really say at this point. Um, it is a profoundly scary movie in a very low budget way. It's more about playing on the fears that you had from when you were a kid, walking down a dark corridor in your own home. Um, very good, great audio design, uh, really clever camera work. I am thoroughly creeped out by this thing. Uh, and I always know that that's a problem. Like when it's like at night in my own home and I'm like, I don't, 
I don't particularly want to go out there right now. And like, that's, you know, that's when I know a movie has, has done its job. So I highly recommend uh, Skinner Marink. Yes, I am. That's, my, that's next on my list. Where do you yeah, watch I'm all that? around oh, that. That sounds great. That? I watched it. Shutter. I watched okay. it. Shutter. Came sure. out like yeah. Shutter week. it is. <laughs> Shutter it is. That's that's exactly where I watched it. Shutter.com. Um, I, I got you. Is that a, Thank was you. that an internet watch there, James? It wasn't internet. I watched it on the internet. Yeah. Okay. I thought nice. Internet is um, films, isn't it? <laughs> I am um, not on the internet, but I watched everything everywhere all at once with Key Ooh. the other night. And that movie fucking bangs. What a good time. It does. I just rewatched it the other night. It, it's a great film. I had a great old cry. I've been crying a lot lately. Truly. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah nah. it, it did a number I, on me. And it's like, it's funny. It's got That's good got action. It all, man. And it doesn't half-ass any of it at all. It, like it, it works mm. for, for all of its elements, which is, yeah, really commendable. So, Agreed. yeah, if you like that, I still hold, like, I think their previous film, their debut film holds up tremendously. Swiss Army Man with Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, I, I still haven't. It's, I, it's I really still need hilarious. to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, if that's still too long, the turn down for what music video? <laughs> Jesus. That's them, boys. And you can so easily see it's them. Like, if you go back and watch that, you're like, yeah, that I can very much see the DNA from everything everywhere all in once here. What an evolution. Damn right. All right. I will actually do a 90s film of the week because I found my list. And there's one I don't think I've mentioned. But I, before I get into that, I finished watching Gangs of London season two. It's fucking amazing. If you, Tell us how violent it is again. Oh, my God. Like, there is like a there's a kill in one of the last couple of episodes fucking hell man it is crazy it's so am I going to enjoy it yes it's like yeah even uh, Anna like made you know I don't know what knows how to replicate it but like oh whatever you know whatever like it was oh it is very cool very cool though like very 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 violent fucked up actually it's very fucked up I love it Going from um, 365 days to that. Oh, mate. I know, right? One. No, I'm not going to say that on the podcast. Um, but I would. Yeah, so has anybody seen the first episode? Sorry, the first season. Yeah, man. You know, I have. I love yeah. that director's oh, stuff, mate, man. You've got to watch it. It's so good. The Raid films are some of my favorite martial arts films. Oh, that director. Yeah, man. Yeah, now you got me on board. They've set okay. him loose on a fucking like English mob crime drama oh. with all of his like action nice. guns intact. And he do just like, lets loose with it. Do you like John Wick, James? Uh, I do, yeah. It's basically Diminishing John Returns, but I do like it. It's basically that. like... Yes, definitely. Imagine Peaky Blinders, but modern, but John Wick. You could have just said with the raid. <laughs> I do like... I, I mean, the raid is... <laughs> Peaky so. Blinders, the raid. If you haven't seen The Raid, Zach, and you like John Wick, um, you're in for a time. Um, it's basically, yeah, it's, it's, it's your so Indonesian John Wick, mate. Okay, I'm down. It's Please the most watch season two. Where I could sell it to you. Please watch season two. It is amazing. Uh, 90s film of the week is Lake Placid, by the way. Hopefully, I haven't seen this one before. Never yeah. heard of it. Like, you've never heard of Lake Placid? Bill Pullman and the big I've ass crocodile. Heard of it? Not nah, mate. <laughs> No. Are you <laughs> big ass crocodile? Are you kidding me? I've Crocky. seen the. I've seen the cover. Never watched. Come on. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've seen this either. I, I definitely know of it, but I don't think I've watched it. Just it's big, big, big fat five point eight on. It's got Brendan Gleeson in it, Bridget Fonda. Some and guy this called. This is where Zach's going to sell you on it being an underrated classic. Strapping. Nah, it's pretty. Avo. It's pretty fucking avo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a fun watch if you want like a real dumb film. The yeah. synopsis uh, reads like a headline from like a regional uh, newspaper. So shortly after the horrifying underwater attack in Maine's Black Lake, the local fishing game officer, Jack Wells, enlists the help of New York City paleontologist Kelly Scott to investigate. With only a mangled body as their starting point, Jack and Kelly embark on a dangerous mission to find the mysterious creature. As Sheriff Hank, a mythology professor and an eccentric inhabitant, all want to locate the elusive predator first. But something deadly is lurking beneath the silent pond and it's already taken a liking to the juicy human flesh. What is the secret of Lake Placid? Hmm. Wait, is he a professor or a sheriff? I think I might have said them as they were both, but I think there was a comma in there. Sorry. So I think it's Ah, the sheriff and the... Yeah. Gotcha. My my apologies. I'm trying to... It's got a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a different film, actually. Uh, Hang on. There are six of these films. No, you're kidding. (laughs) Oh, what? No. This has got a 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. You can watch it on Binge. Apple TV, Foxtel Go, Amazon Prime. You can sorry, you can rent it on Apple TV and Amazon Prime. Um, wow, there's six of them. That is nah, fucking sh- wild. Surely not. But is... how good is Lake Placid versus Anaconda? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, love that, I love that one of those things is actually an animal, and the other one they've just called the the croc Lake Placid. <laughs> yes. It's called Lake Placid versus Anaconda. That makes no fucking sense, and I love it. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of a film I watched. It it reminds me of another like low rent horror comedy I saw a couple months back called The Velocipaster. Like, (laughs) I really want to. I really want to watch that. It was something else. It was like it was enjoyable in the same sense that the room is very enjoyable for as shit as it is. I love shit horror with it. Like it's it's definitely like it's grinning. You know, absolutely grinning. All right. Shall we? The tagline is, you'll never know what bit you. I fucking want to watch this. We should have a team screening. Uh, Yeah, watch party for this one for sure. Fucking hell. Is that that for the Lake Placid versus Anaconda? Can't believe you've Mm -hmm. never seen Lake Placid with Bill Pullman, superstar, mate. He never was. It's got Brendan Gleeson in it. The Sinner. Have you not seen The Sinner? The Sinner is not him and superstardom status. Oh. That's just wheeling him off back off the shelf. You didn't like. You haven't had a gig sinner? in a while. Here you go. What? You didn't like this sinner? No, I like sinner. Oh. Well, well, thanks for listening, folks. There you go. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, just not, it's, it's, it's not peak, like you know, take or leave it. I thought it was really good. Okay, well, I guess I'll just leave then. Well, just no top of the lake. Thank you. I love the the slight <laughs> inflection of pain that creeps into Zach's voice sometimes when he has to defend one of his opinions. It is <laughs> beautiful. Defend one of my opinions. Hmm. Well, thank you. there it is again. <laughs> you thank you for listening. Opinions are wrong, mate. Fuck it, whatever. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Well Played DLC podcast. Check out the content www.well-played.com.au. Thank you for joining us. See you next week. Have a good one. We're going to go do VHS. If you want to listen to the last episode, episode three recap, you can do so. Uh, check it out. It'll be a good time.
Adam, what are you thinking of The Last of Us? Give me 10 seconds of your thoughts. That's a thumbs I'm up. I'm enjoying Bye. it. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> God damn it.